part of blindsidepods.com. A week that begins with sage advice from John McAfee and ends in the continued stooly Menifan Civil War. This is the Menifan Show Week in Review for the week ending August 31st, 2019. I'm DEC. On Sunday, Barstool personality KFC took to Twitter to share his experience sampling the Kirk Minahan Show. His first interaction with the show was the replaying of the Minifan Show, where MHB apologizes for disappointing Kirk Minahan. This set off a chain of events that would lead to an escalation for the heart of Barstool and the lifting of the veil MHB has been hiding behind. KFC tweeted, quote, I've been diving into Kirk Menahan's podcast recently, and basically, I'm the 71-year-old man in Omaha who doesn't know who people are and what's going on. He continues, let me just say, this dude MHB and his podcast about Kirk Menahan's podcast is the craziest person alive. What a wacko! End quote. KFC later tweeted, quote, I swear to God, if there are more than 10 people who listen to the Menafan Show, I'll quit podcasting forever. End quote. As the Menafan Show averages about 3,000 downloads per episode per month, with some going as high as 10,000, many in the Menafan universe hope that Andrew Luck is the only talent this week who retires at the top of his game. Kirk Menahan continued to talk about the lack of respect the New York office has given the Menafans. Menahan said the Menafans are smaller but more passionate. The clash for power between the Menafans and the Stoolies was a major story this week, and we'll continue coverage throughout the program. Turning to Decision 2020, the first of the presidential candidates passed through the Kirk Menahan show on Monday. We're sitting here talking about Quebec. You know what a cravat is? That's technology pioneer and presidential hopeful John McAfee. When asked his chances of being elected, McAfee was pragmatic. I have no intention of being president. <laughs> Nobody in their right fucking mind could believe that I could be president. McAfee was also clear on what he expected to accomplish if elected. You know, I, I, I've never thought about it. I mean, it's if I, if I were to jump to the moon you know what sort of house would i build i've never considered it is not going to happen please during the interview topics veered from cryptocurrency the effectiveness of the u.s president to defecation during sexual activity this line of questioning drew ire from McAfee's wife, Janice. You guys are asking really cheesy questions. I know. This but is a on. cheesy fucking me, interview. But let me, let me, what the, let me the fuck did this come from? I'm answer. saying, I'm, hold yeah, on, hold on, hold on. Working, girl. We met, yeah. we met on South Beach. Well, I'm going to tell you the story. So okay, no, but, but, but no, but the fucking story. From my, from my words, not his. In the end, Janice McAfee made it clear a return visit to the Kirk Menahan show would not be in the offing. During the week, McAfee made news again when he was outed from his hideaway in Iceland. On the run from international authorities, McAfee claimed to have secured a new foil-lined sanctuary in an undisclosed nation. Dave Cullinane is known as someone who can bring a deal together, and now he's known as the father of two. This week, Cullinane welcomed an addition to the family. 
We at the Menafan Show Week in Review wish mom and baby all the best. Steve Robinson, citing something you do when you're 18, revealed his Celtic badass tattoo. You have a tattoo? Yes, I have a tattoo. You do? Of what? Oh, fuck. Do you really? Yes. What is it of? Let me see it. That was a thing hanging from your shirt. Let me see this thing. What is this? Let me see this thing. You fucking idiot. What it's is Hillary this? Hillary Clinton's face. Like Pete Davidson. What is that? What is it? It's what you do when you turn 18 and you fucking drew I, something and you think it's I, cool. I turned 18 once. This didn't yeah, happen too. to me. I don't, I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> what is that? What the fuck is that? It's just some fucking thing I drew. <laughs> some fucking thing you drew? Why are you blushing? What is it? It's like uh, it's like a Celtic knot with some tribal action going on. What does it mean? It means I'm a badass. It means you're an asshole. No, no, no. But like, what? It must mean there must be like. Yeah, tell us the story. Of it this. means the origin ser- serenity story of this and fucking <laughs> tattoo. Jerome Fall for wearing that shirt. This I know. <laughs> what? 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 Hey, boy. What, what is that? It's a tattoo. Oh, yeah, of what? We have to take a picture of that and tweet it out. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yes, we're definitely doing that. <laughs> Steve said he preferred not to have it and has considered laser removal. The tattoo came to light due to Steve's choice of a shrunken and tight shirt. Although it's not September, MHB likely will be glad when August is over. It's been a rough stretch for him, starting with the unearthing of poems by Steve Robinson, continuing with his Bill Parcells fiasco with Dave Portnoy, on Barstool Radio, and recently his mental anguish that presented itself on last week's solo podcast where he attempted to make amends with Kirk Menahan. On the Tuesday episode of The Menafan Show, Blind Mike, Steve Robinson, and I attempted to get to the bottom of MHB's rationalization of his podcast this week. No answers could be found before or after. Kirk, I've been, I've, I've been DMing back and forth with Kirk for years. Like, so, like, we'd be, like, Twitter friends. I don't know. Jesus. That's the extent of it. Like, I mean, you guys are acting like I'm going to, like, drive to Framingham and, like, fucking cut the brake lines of his car. It's a nice Mercedes, by the way. I do got to say that. Jesus. Does that worry you at all? <laughs> no, not at all. Does the silence, the, 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 oh. the pauses is what worries me. There's, the a lot of, there's a lot of silence in that podcast. There seemed to be a lot of, DEC sounded like he was muted. And It was weird, and, like, there were times, I, I mean, at least being on the phone, it, I didn't necessarily know who was talking to who. Like, they might have been talking to me, or MHB was talking to DEC, and I wasn't sure if I should interject or not. So it was very strange. Weird, and there is some pauses. anger toward you still, a little bit, from, from MHB. Oh, you got that sense? They're mad at you. I don't really, I'm mis- I don't really understand... Like he, I think you made a pretty good case. Like you were just breaking balls as friends do. You guys, I think, are actually friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're friends. Huh? Yeah. Who? I'm asking Mike, not you. <laughs> oh, the fuck cares who you're friends with? <laughs> Shut up. He became a point of conflict throughout the week with hosts on Barstool Radio, with the most intense discussion occurring on Wednesday's CCK with Kevin Clancy, Casey Smith. And Feidelberg. I like dip my toe into the fucking wacky world of the Kirk Minahan show on this dude who everybody hates MHB. Oh, yeah. I tweeted at him yesterday, too. <laughs> I think some. Yeah, Casey like, was some, like, like, I, I like Casey. But up, hold like, on, hold hit. on, hold on. Casey with like a really humorless tweet like back at MHB. Like, I didn't see him. Being like, you know, we're not like EEI. Why are you something like, Jesus, can you play along? Oh, yeah. She gets Casey? mad about this in this. I don't know if it's this oh, clip. But. Jesus. I mean, where's the. I mean, I like Casey. Where's the fucking sense of humor? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, I know, you know, I know it's almost college football season. We got to be serious, but <laughs> That's I mean. True. She's a little stressed out. I understand she's into the, you know, fucking Big Ten or whatever, yeah. but like, Jesus Christ, play along, would you? Good. 
I think some like there's some like troll who's digging up like all his personal information because he tr- he tries to stay uh, anonymous. This guy, that's good. And I, th- I think the guy MHB does. Yeah, I think, and that's why he goes by MHB. Isn't is it not him and his Twitter avatar? No, she makes a good point. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really reasonable she question. Makes, <laughs> makes a hell of a point. He's try, this guy that's trying to stay anonymous does have himself in his Twitter. Picture. Nobody nobody else wants him. <laughs> She makes, you know, you can't his argue. His shirt, if you look at the avatar, actually has his name on it and his phone number. <laughs> at the same time, a Twitter account that was created this month claiming to have no association with Barstool used the crumbs left around Steve Robinson's poetry gambit to determine the identity of MHB and posting his name. This individual posted a number of parody accounts threatening to expose their identities as well. This host has been a subject to that individual's threats, too. In reality, it wasn't very difficult to dox MHB, since he's given his real first name on the air and appears with Blind Mike on YouTube. MHB also has his picture on his Twitter website. MHB chose to embrace his doxing and using his real name, which reports say is uninteresting. Who exactly does Kirk Menahan like at Barstool? On Wednesday, Kirk claimed respect for K.C. Smith, KFC, Carabas, Rear Admiral, and Mike Portnoy, the father of the Barstool founder. I, I'll tell you the people right now. You want the list of people I like? I love it. All right, here we go. I can guess probably, but. Uh, Erica Nardini, mm-hmm. particularly right now. Um, I like him more than ever after yesterday's no phone call. I've never okay. wanted somebody not to call me more than right. Erica today. Yeah. Just for various That's reasons. That's very sweet of you. Um, um, Mike Portnoy. Okay. Not his son, though. Uh, Big Cat. All right. Kevin. Carabas. Casey. Am I forgetting anybody? Um, Mike Fowler. Mike Fowler. But he's been quiet lately. I haven't seen a lot of vacation support. Oh, is he? On vacation. Good. Stay on it. Um, uh, Feidelberg? I don't know. I'm going to hear the sound. I don't know. I don't know. The jury's out. I'll turn the minute fans on him in one second. Gaz? Uh, yeah, you're nay. I like Gaz. Okay, Gaz. What about Riggs? I mean, you're kind of I don't know where to go with Riggs on this one. I used to like Riggs, but I'm worried now that he's a pussy. Is he a pussy? I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think so. All right, well, I think the problem we're, get, we're getting at Barstool is a lot of the guys are trying to not Ryan be Whitney sensitive. I like. I like Ryan Whitney. I like Mike okay. Grinelli. Okay. Um, um, what's his face? I like from that podcast. Jesus. Rear Admiral. Oh, okay. there are people. Like I, yeah, he's a nice okay. guy. He's a nice guy. There are people I like there. I like yeah. plenty of people there. But I'm, I, the, the the level of sensitivity is alarming to me. Have they never dealt with this before? Kirk, welcome Jack Mack to the program, who explained the, his glossing of Kirk Menahan as Mena Victim Han. Throughout the discussion, Jack let it slip the tension between the Menahan show and the Barstool Breakfast Show. Why don't we, why don't we hold on, who, hold on, who Jack. Who hates Kirk yes, the most? Then the most important question I was, let's list those people for <laughs> me, please. Go ahead, give me a few. Uh, I'm not gonna. Oh come, come on, on. No, no, we know no, no, they no, are no, anyway. No. You're one of us now. No, come no, on. no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. So I sit, I sit across from Gaz, and then Gaz, to Gaz's right is most of the Barstool Breakfast crew. So you come up more, more often than not. Oh, in their heads. You have, you have Gay Pat, and I like Gay Pat. I like the Gay Pat too. And but I don't think he's the biggest fan of you. Oh, that's, that's a shame! That's I really. oh, geez, these guys, man. Don't you think there's got to be some appreciation that we're just fu- we're all just fucking around here, or no? No, I. I mean, Willie Cologne. Willie Cologne threatened. Willie Cologne threatened to shove, and he said, "I'm not saying it." Shove, shove. 
his dick down my throat. Like, has he done this to you in the office? Is this something he does? <laughs> no. or? Thanks for calling in this morning. Anytime, guys. Um, anytime. Things up. Suck a dick. Anytime. Clear it up every the biggest dick you want. I, 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 Patty knows a couple of people. Yeah, right, so dude. I'm sure. Uh, right. So that's it. Excellent. So, uh, you Kirk's going to let you go. It's the Kirk Minahan Show. It's uh, on iTunes. Uh, I think it comes drops maybe daily. Daily, every day, 11 o'clock. Um, I know Willie uh, subscribes. Thanks for calling in and, and clearing the air. I think everyone feels much better now. I think so. I think we accomplished a lot. This is uh, Barstool Breakfast. Do we break after that? I'm going to take a break. We're going to come on back. Suck a dick. No, okay. All right, I don't <laughs> no, know. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, I appreciate that, and I wanted a confirmation. That I should have not just taken a quote from a tweet, like a, I got quote-unquote deep ducker. It's all right. Because, it's okay. It's okay. Because it's one of those things where that if you – are on board with the world just fucking around here. That's that's how it goes. But I, could I ask you one question or more? Blind Mike, one question. Ask anything you want. Okay. Blind Mike, how many burner accounts do you have on Twitter? Zero. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, is there something we don't know? I, I'm, I'm on board because I saw. No, I've seen this. They think, yeah, they think we run a lot of those. I mean, Jack, Jack, he's fucking blind. <laughs> you think he's running multiple Twitter? Oh, maybe, 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 maybe he is. Maybe he's a fucking psychopath. Like that's <laughs> yeah. is that, that's not impossible. No, but, this is a big thing. They think all the Minifan accounts. Yeah, are like fake. you have to understand. Like I know you guys don't want to believe this. These fans are all real. Some say that Mike Gary's role on the Kirk Menahan show is the culmination of a second Barstool internship. This week, Mike left an ultimatum saying he no longer had the liquidity to continue contributing to the Menahan show or no compensation. Have you looked at other jobs? I have to, yeah. Um, well, have you been looking and applying? or Yeah. W- where? Oh, no, I haven't been applying yet. Okay. But... I'm trying to help you out here, get some. Yes, water. I have been. It looks like Fe- you look like <laughs> feverishly. And you have an offer from someone. Yes. Yes. See, that's not that For difficult. $400,000 a year. <laughs> But yet you're willing to work here for a 20th of that. Yeah. It's an interesting move. That's fine. It's a weird move. <laughs> Where are the offers from? Like on, oh, on-air radio tons gigs? Tons of places. Vandalay Industries? Well, what, what what places have you been looking at? Like, So let's just say Erica calls me today and is like, yeah. you know what? It's just, we like them, but it's just not working out. Well, it turns out uh, WEI is looking at a change in morning <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, what would you seriously- Mike and friends. What would you seriously do? I don't know. That I mean, I'd have to find just a regular, regular person job. Like what? I don't know. What's your degree in? Uh, communication. Liberal, liberal arts. <laughs> Good. That'll help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. By week's end, Menahan said he continued to communicate with Barstool CEO Erica Nardini and was optimistic an agreement from Mike would be hammered out so the optically challenged one could be part of the show on Tuesday when the crew returns from Labor Day. I'm not even mentioning the worst part of this is this Karp guy on the email copied... Uh, I'm sorry. The Stevens guy in the email copied Karp's boss on it. <laughs> What a fucking psychopath. That's, that's psychotic. It totally gives it away. Like, uh, very respectfully, sir, I would like to talk with you about this offline. And oh, by the way, I'm bringing this to the attention of your boss. The Menahan Show discussed the troubles of New York Times columnist Brett Stevens on Wednesday. Stevens deactivated his Twitter this week after blowback from his response to being called a bed bug by George Washington Associate Professor David Karp. Stevens responded to the slight by emailing the professor and copying his provost, inviting him to meet and call him a bedbug to his face in front of his family. The professor responded by posting the letter only. Stevens made the media rounds and disputed he was trying to get the professor in trouble, but was just trying to make his boss aware of the situation. 
Menahan likened the situation to the troubles he encountered with the Boston Globe and Shirley Leong. I, th- I think the best point Carp made was that Stevens was trying to communicate that he's above him in the hierarchy. Oh, to, like he's he's this elite, bully asshole yeah. move. Like yeah. it's a complete Total fucking punching shit down, as they say. Like I couldn't imagine. You know, I, I imagine. I guess I'm higher up in the hierarchy of the world than others on social media. So I mean, I at the top, I couldn't imagine doing that. To what, what's his, you know, whoever, somebody who hates me. Yeah, I can't imagine you ever sending an email like that. No, I mean, I would just <laughs> to go on somebody's, my, to somebody's I, boss. I go on the air and just fucking blast him. Yeah, or, or even just tweet, like, hey, look at this fucking asshole. I would and never, never acknowledge I would it honestly again. never say, get the guy's job. Like, what the <laughs> you fuck? You would never. Watch out, JLo. There's a new triple threat in town. He writes, he podcasts. He dances. Kirk Menahan revealed that between the ages of six and eight, his mother, the late Patricia Menahan, enrolled the future podcast Jesus in dance, culminating in a recital performing as one of the village people. Kirk even demonstrated his fancy footwork for Steve and Mike, showing off such techniques as the coffee grinder. Menahan cited his mother's desire for a daughter and making him learn the steps that made Sammy Davis Jr. famous. A running theme from this week's podcast were their unusually long length, a development many listeners cheered. For those slurping iced coffee in the studio, the pressure became too much to bear. Fuck this guy! She's one of my she's one of my best uh, friends. He's a tough She's spot. one of my best friends, so I turned her into a weeping wreck. What? I gotta take a leak. Oh, potty time for Steve. What are you, 90 years old? <laughs> Can Steve, we talk or not? Steve, has to, go, Steve has to go wee-wee. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess hopefully I can rant long enough for Steve he to come back. He's sprinting to go to the bathroom. My nana, for Christ's sake. I have to go to the bathroom. I have to take a leak. He's, he's mouthing it to me. He can't wait like 40 minutes? How much longer do we have this podcast? Kiss your pants, then. <laughs> I have to take a leak. I have to take a leak. That's Steve Robinson requesting a hall pass to make his way to the boys' room of Red 13 Studios. Steve, citing the quickness he enjoyed his iced coffee, silently asked permission to relieve himself. As this interrupted a bit, Robinson was relentlessly mocked before and after his return. Menahan, clearly annoyed by Robinson's incontinence, made a call to the show from the Red 13 lavatory. Whose phone? No, who's calling you? That would be Kirk Menahan. (laughs) All right, we can take his call. Steve's very impressed that we can... Oh, guys, I made it. Oh, it feels so good. Jeez, I had this big thing of iced coffee day, and I had to pee it out after. It feels Wait, what, do you, really... what do you mean? Oh, God, it's been almost 90 minutes since I last urinated. I can't believe that we have to go through these conditions every day. It's coming out right now. Oh, it's yellow and wet and flowing. So you should start uh, drinking some water if it's yellow, pal. I'm going to drink some more water, and then I'll have to pee again. Oh, again. Right. And Steve, I forget. Oh, That's how it works. Steve, I apologize. I forgot how awesome it was to take a piss. This is so great. <laughs> Apology it's worth ruining. It's worth ruining a fucking good segment right in the middle of it to take a piss. And that's the news for this week, the week ending August 31st, 2019. Rich Kelleher assisted with this podcast. For everyone at Blindside Pods, I'm DEC. It is currently twit. Uh, Jesus, Mary. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Good weekend.